So just wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up that this episode we are going to be explicitly talking about sex and our sex lives in very detail, very graphic detail. So if you don't want to know about our lives in that realm, or if you're a friend of ours and don't want to look at us in that type of way. You want to continue looking to me in the eye. Yeah. You should. um, We we give you this option right now to turn off this podcast. Listen to something else. Totally fine. But if you do, you have been informed. And You've been warned. warned. You've been warned. These are our stories. <laughs> From Post Loudness, this is Open Ended. A show about tech, culture, and a side of fast. I'm Cher Vincent, and I flat ironed my hair the other day. I was really bored, and instead of going to bed at 7.30 at night, I actually should have did that. I flat ironed my hair, and I have so much new growth. Yay. Yay. And I'm James T. Green, and I'm feeling mainly relaxed. I had a good nap, like right before coming in. I've been on my bike all week. Nice. It's been awesome. I'm so jealous. It's awesome. I'm feeling mm. like Maya right now. Shout out to Maya on <laughs> your bicycle. That's how I feel right now. So I feel really relaxed. And yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. It's good. You had your first class today? I did. I had my first class. Of the semester. Yes. And it went by pretty good. It went by pretty well. Good. Pretty well. I'm excited that, like, it's like a hint of fall coming back. Yeah. And, like, just in the air, too, it's, like, crisper. Everyone can wear their denim jackets again. Yeah. I wore a sweater this morning. Oh, I cannot wait for sweater weather. Like, I'm extremely excited about that. Yeah. Well, what are we talking about today? Well, the number episode this week is <laughs> 69. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So, obviously, we're going to talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Can yeah, talk about sex today. Yeah, um, we are. And just in the digital age, um, not so much dating, but just like the actual sex thing of it all. <laughs> How like it's the thing that keeps in the internet running, low key. Um, <laughs> it's it why, is. yeah. I mean, like why there exists porn. So, um, do you watch porn, James? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't. Why not? I don't know. I used to when I was younger. Um, when I was like, I don't know, when Skinamax was a thing, like when I was like 15, 14, 15, 16, um, my parents had Skinamax and I would watch the ones with stories, like with like dialogue. Oh, see, those are the worst ones. I know, but like I, I used to love watching just like the lighting. I thought it was really bad and I don't know, I love the story ones. Those were really fun. Okay, what was the story one you could remember the most right now? There was like a call-in show. It was like a radio show. Ooh. And she was like... Ooh, central. And she's like, hey, everybody, tell me about your sex sexcapades and stuff like that. And and then like people would call in, and it was all dramatization, but people would call in and talk about their um, sex fantasies or like this like most like latest sex conquest or anything like that. And it was wild. There were some really ridiculous um, ones, but they were like all from like early 90s. 
mm-hmm. mid nineties stuff. And this is like 2003, 2004. I'm watching this. And I, um, I don't know. I was just like, okay, it's like a story involved, but I couldn't watch, I, I can't watch hardcore porn. I cannot. And I really hate, I, I honestly, the only porn I can actually watch that I don't get like weird out is lesbian ones. Okay. Um, I'm not a lesbian, but that's all. And I'm not really sexually attracted to women at all. Um, I tried that, did not work, but, um, <laughs> didn't work out for me, but that's the only porn that like, if I do watch it, I don't get like completely creeped out by. <laughs> I, you know, I, when I was in college, I worked overnight at a hotel and it was one of those hotels where like they had three hour waits. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and I worked the overnight shift. So <laughs> clearly that's, everybody was doing that for like $45 you can hit it and quit it for three hours <laughs> and we had and there was a certain channel that was run on our line in the office where we can like play porns I never watched it I, I watched SVU in the middle of the night if I wasn't studying or working on a paper because that's why I had I loved that job so much because I could like do all my homework assignments and stuff <laughs> in the middle of the night because no one would bother me um but we had like these intense porns and they were like, you know, and they were all black porns, which I thought was kind of cool. Ah. But they were like <laughs> the veiny dicks and like <laughs> just like look like look like look, 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 like a like a like a street pole going in somebody's vag. So this is Oh yeah, yeah. This is barbaric. I don't know if I can handle this. And so I don't know. I'm actually kind of prudish when it comes to certain things and that's like my one blind spot and like the sexual landscape is porn. I can't get into it unless it has a story. I have to like get like invested. <sighs> I can't just, like, watch, like, straight-up porn. I can't. It's, like, I don't see the appeal at all. Just, like, I see people just, like, fucking, and it's and it's kind of horrifying in a way. Yeah. Well, I think that that comes from your experiences with porn or bad porn. <laughs> Sounds like you watched a lot of bad porn. Yeah. Which is terrible. So, like, I'm not particularly a fan of hardcore porn. Yeah, I'm more that's, of, only, I'm more, uh, yeah that's the only porn I've watched. Yeah, I'm more porn. of a fan of softcore porn. So things that are kind of really sensual. Um, well, you yeah, like, also like the story ones. The story no, ones are like softcore. No, no, no. Like not, not softcore with a story. Oh. That's a thing. Like I don't care for the story. Because if there's a story in my porn, then I am immediately tuned out about it. I'm like, well, where's the arc? Where's the action coming? Like I get really invested. That's in, what I get invested into. In and things. They, yeah, I and, don't know. And that's why like I can only watch like one television series at a time because I get really invested in the characters. So I don't want to like give up all this invested energy into a crappy storyline. So when I say softcore, I'm I'm meaning like, you know, masturbation or like kind of like solo porn. So things of that nature where there's not like (laughs) you hit play and all of a sudden you're seeing like somebody getting rammed in like the back of a pickup truck <laughs> and and you that's know me, that's that's like that's that being generous yeah <laughs> the shit that i've seen yeah it was yeah. wild i was in third grade and i was i, I, I remember it's clear as day <laughs> It might not have been third grade. Whenever the Sega Dreamcast came out. Yes, yeah, I don't. I don't I whenever the Sega Dreamcast came out. Timestamp that. Was, <laughs> was when this happened. Because before I went over to the sleepover, I was playing Sonic Adventure number one on my Dreamcast. And I was going over, it might have been fourth grade. Um, regardless, 
uh, details are not important. And uh, my friend from school, he had a sleepover at his house. And it was just like me and about three other guys from school. So we were all just like kind of over. We were hanging out um, and it got late. And, you know, little instant me was like, oh, yeah, well, I can end the girls go to sleep, whatever. And um, he, like the guy who invited everybody, was like, hey, do you want to like, I forgot what he said. Like for the sake of arguments, like, hey, do you want to see some boobs or whatever? Yikes. Um, so, and I'm pretty sure, yeah, you didn't slip the TV on. And I'm pretty sure it was real sex mm-hmm. probably at that time. Mm-hmm. And that was when I saw my first pair of breasts and i was like and it was like what is going on like where's this tingling coming from like like what 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 is happening down there your sexual awakening yeah it was it was an awakening period and i remember nothing's coming out yeah (laughs) that is that that is very much what happened i mean we had we had a cover on like i had i had a blanket I'm like trying to, bl- you know, try to blind this. And I was like, enlightened. I'm like, this Aww. is such a beautiful feeling. And <laughs> and then I'm pretty certain because like now, you know, now that I know what masturbation is, I'm pretty sure the boys like around me were in fact jerking off. Because I remember like seeing their hands I'm like, oh, they must be like trying to adjust themselves too. Like, no, they're probably mm-hmm. spanking it. But and I remember Pulling that clear. Chains. I remember that clear as day. And like it was like on a big screen TV we were right in the living room and I remember like I think like his mom like heard her like wrestling like like getting up to the bathroom I remember him just like getting up quick turn changing the channel to like I don't know whatever cartoons were on at like 2 in the morning but yeah that was my first experience with that and I was like whoa do you ever do did you ever have like um like actual like magazine porns or was it oh, only video um, porns you guys dealt with? The closest thing to like print based and it wasn't even like really porn. Like my first time being like, damn, like who are these like beautiful people is the uh, jet beauty of the week. Oh, I, I swear I thought you were going to say Victoria's Secret catalog. No, no, no. I was going to say yeah, Jet Beauty of the Week. Because uh, we used to have Vi- a lot. Vixen. <laughs> no, I mean, like, none of that. I mean, like, that was the closest thing. Like, uh-huh. we would see, um, like, we would have jets around the house. And I remember I flipped it. I was like, ooh, like, who's that? Like, yeah. Like, you. <laughs> so I, I just, like, yeah, I remember that clear as day is, like, the first time picking up, like, a print piece mm. that was in my home and being like oh <laughs> yeah um i saw um so i was at my mom's friend's house as a kid and we were roaming around um the basement that was her husband's man cave spot and he had like a massive stack of playboys in the corner mm. i didn't know what playboys was i might have been like eight or nine but i recognized somebody on the cover it was the it was two cast members from the, the show third rock from the sun what? <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they did a cover spread on Playboy. The woman, the the tall woman, I forgot her name. You gotta be kidding me. All right. Yeah, and I flipped it in. And I was like, oh, that's her. And then the short guy who was play, who played her husband on the show was also with her. And they were like, like he was like biting her nipple at one point. And I was just like, what is going on? And I just flipped and then I closed it and put it away. Um, but it was like, oh. And then like, you know, like years later, I realized, oh, that was a porn. Mm-hmm. But like you know, when you're eight years old, you don't know what the fuck that is until yeah. like when I realized what Playboy was. Like, oh, so that's how I was looking at. That makes sense. 
in college when I knew a guy who was also a theater major, I was a theater major, and he came over one night and I didn't fully understand like the, the pretext or like what sort of what the expectation was. And I was living in an apartment with my friend and I didn't have a bed. I had an inflatable air mattress and we wound up fooling around, but it was this very like clammy dog dry hump on his part. Just sort of like it was weird like I was like he was a dog and I was like an inflatable toy that was not meant to be used as such I wanted to be like this is not how it works I don't have a lot of experience either but I have enough to understand that you can't just like hump me and then expect that to just be enough because <laughs> we're not kissing there's no he's like freaking we're yeah, he's, yes he's definitely freaking <laughs> But there wasn't any, like, there was no oral, there was no kissing, it was just like that. He just wound up wanting to do that. Dry humping? Yeah. And, like, maybe two weeks later, I spoke with him and he was like, I didn't even really want to do that. I just thought you wanted to do that, so I went along with it. And I'm like, it kind of sounds like you're accusing me of, like, tricking you or, like, luring you into some sort of creepy situation. And he's like, well, (laughs) and I was like, don't pull that. Because I don't, I don't want to be accused of tricking somebody into dry humping me. I don't really, because that doesn't seem very active on my part when I'm just sort of lying there. <laughs> and it, that, that whole interaction beyond that first time didn't really come to much. When did you smash somebody's butterfly? <laughs> <laughs> what was the first time? <laughs> Tell um, me about it, James. Oh my god! Let me be, let me be, let me be that that, uh, that radio co-host, the radio lady that I was talking about in that one softcore porn that I was watching. Oh, <laughs> tell me about your first time, James. The thing is, like, <sighs> mine was awkward, so it's fine. I don't want to put too many details out there sure. in the open. <laughs> 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 um, I think the only detail that I'll give for the radio just mainly because like there's other people well, who listen like your mom <laughs> that's fair <laughs> oh mom mainly I, I know mainly because like i just don't know who is listening i don't want to put people like business out there okay um <laughs> i don't care so, you're, you're gonna... so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go into detail um sure. it was it was it was in high school happy um that's not always the case oh yeah wow i am apologize for that because that is an immediate assumption of mm-hmm. things um so yeah it was in high school and i think that's honestly how old were uh, you whenever junior year 16 17 yeah 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 and that's pretty much like where i'll leave it <laughs> just mainly because like you never know who's listening okay. and i yeah i know i know mm. i'm I'm not the best with with stuff from that era i'm Aww. more comfortable with stuff having now and current stuff like current and like within the next few years so that is only where i'll leave this so let's just go to you okay um <laughs> i was 17 um i it was my high school boyfriend okay so there's a little backstory um, I had my first high school boyfriend. I broke up with him to get with this guy that I actually ended up losing my virginity to. And we were dating, um, the back half of my junior year. And then I left to go to Central America for two months. And when I came back, he still wanted to be my boyfriend. 
and clearly I was like, oh my God, he must love me. Mm-hmm. So I let him fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was my first time. All right. So I have a question for you. Sure. To, to bring this into the text, text beer. Sure. Have you ever sexted? I am bad at sexting. You're bad? I'm bad at sexting. I don't say I'm a grade A sexter. I am a terrible sexter because like I don't I'm just very like blunt about <laughs> why what like I'm just very like I'll sew in your face like things like that I'll just like be yeah like wild I mean that can be a good thing yeah, like that's, but like that's your that's your style that could be good but it's like very upfront there's mm-hmm. no like you know cutesy about it it's very like you should come over yeah it's not, it's, it's, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you should just come over right now. Have you should you ever... come over right now. <laughs> um, it sounds like that. I actually sent. How's your, how's text. your, how's your picture sending game? Oh, I don't send pictures. Oh, you haven't, you've never done that? Only with like very intimate um, relationships. So we're yeah. like, like at least a year deep. <laughs> at least a year deep. Oh. Otherwise you just don't have to come over. Yeah, that's fair. Man, I, the first time, and I know that won't, be, and I know like he won't like revenge porn me, right? Right? Because <laughs> that's right. a thing that happens to women. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is a completely yeah. So I could, like, let's be a trust level there. Yeah, oh, completely. completely. Yeah. So like that's why it doesn't mean like a year to like you know yeah. be in a um in a in a in a way where like okay he won't do this to me. Mm-hmm. He's not that kind of guy. So I remember, um, and I actually talked about this on episode of refresh sure. the other podcast that i do stop cheating that on is, me with your other <laughs> podcast wife james Tam. yeah where we talk about tech and sex particularly mm-hmm. and i remember the first time i ever sent a dick pic again i forgot i'm sorry i'm just like dick i'm just giving the fact that you sent it in. <laughs> i know right i know I know. Because you never talk about this stuff on the show. I yeah. know that you talk about that a lot on Alex's show. But yeah, like, I talk a lot about that on Refresh, and I'm feeling weird that I'm talking Alex's about Alex's show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you called it Alex's show. I know, I did. I'm sorry. Your show with Alex. Yeah, my show with Alex. And <laughs> I, I don't remember the exact year, but it was, in fact, I took the photo on a Motorola V, yeah. uh, I think V300. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, so put that in a, uh, put that in perspective. It was a flip phone. Sure. It was a phone. I, I it was one of the first camera phones. Mm, um, that pixels, man. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, I sent it and it, it obviously worked. Uh, <laughs> I got pictures in return, uh, which were cool. Um, but I remember that and, you know, really having to, like, find good lighting because there were no flashes <laughs> on those camera phones. Yeah. And, I mean, there's kind of some joy because it's like Snapchat before Snapchat because there was no cloud back in the day. Nope. Literally, the photos are only on that phone. Yep. And I don't know where they are. <laughs> but I remember that being the first time I sent a picture. The first time I was received a dick pic, I was 16, and it was not from my boyfriend. Jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was not from my boyfriend. Just, it was my boyfriend's friend. He had heard through the grapevine that we had broken up. We had not broken up. And he was in a power move. Oh, just like, that was the first? That was it. It and was I like, hey, you broke up, and then... <laughs> there, was, there wasn't even that. It was just kind of like a dick pic sent. And then follow up with that was like, hey, what's up? What's good? And, wow. And okay. So, quick question. Sure. About the logistics of this 
picture. So was it like front on? Was it Let me let me <laughs> let me preface this. I didn't know what it was when I first received it. Okay, fair, fair. Um my boyfriend was in the room when it happened. Oof. So I was like, what is this? And so what's what? I was like, I don't know, I got this weird picture. And I showed it to him because I didn't know what the fuck it was. Because it was it was weird angle. I like the way he did it, it came out upside down. Oh. And it was too close uh. to really like see kind of like the shape of it. Mm-hmm. I could see the, the length, but I couldn't really see like the shape of what was going on. And he was like, That's a fucking dick pic. Who fucking sent you dick pics? And he like freaked the fuck out. This is the guy that I left over to. So he was like freaking out. He's like, yeah. Who sent you dick pics? Who sent you dick pics? Like, oh no. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I told him who it was. It was like, Oh hell no! He like drove over there. It was a whole. Okay, thing. what happened after that? You can't just like. So, oh, he so drove over there. He's yelling. He's like, "What the fuck, man? What the fuck?" Because we we're both on the they were both on the basketball team together, and he was like, oh, "I'm just messing around, you know. I was into a bunch of girls, you know, blah blah blah." Okay, okay. And he was like, "Man, what you just like, like, you know, shit, blah, blah blah." And he was like, basically saying that like, you know. She's with me. What the fuck are you sending her pictures for? You know, you know that she's been with me. We've been we've been together for like you know several months at this point, mm-hmm. and um, almost a year at this point actually. And he was like, "Oh, just messing around, just fucking around." Blah 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 blah. Okay, sure. <laughs> and we and they saw they 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 eventually became friends again. But like it took like a good like three three four weeks for it to like them to be cool again but like i found out through another friend of ours that like he had found out that i had broken up with um my then boyfriend and he had like a thing for me or whatever and i was like oh wow i am elijah mckinnon i like to think that i am a fox most days but when i am not a fox i am a cultural producer and strategist here in chicago I, I, I remember this day, we were driving in the Outer Mission, my friend had a red Mustang, and we had the top down, and they had told me about this app, and I instantly downloaded the app, just out of, again, thrill, like, what do you mean? And I don't even, like, my profile was probably, I don't even remember, it was something so silly, like, like, you know hot for you or something you know I mean I probably was cooler than that hopefully (laughs) but um I do remember like not instantly entering that space with like a sexual um you know agenda I was just like oh I want to I want to meet with you know gay and and queer men like that's something that I wanted and I think at that time because I was young I definitely had a fake ID you know, because if you didn't have a fake ID and you were in San Francisco, what were you doing there? <laughs> um, so I think when when I when I hopped on that, I I remember calling it my hot pocket. Like I don't know why, but I just referred to it as like, yeah, this is like this little thing in my pocket, and it's hot, and it's like there's it, something there for me. And I remember like instantly uploading a photo, and I mean, should have had a trigger warning now. Um, All of these like white bodies just like responding to like my black body. And like back then, oh my goodness, there was so much power in that. I was like, yes, like they want me, they want to meet up with me and do things with me. And um, I think as I like developed that profile, it became more about sex. Um, and that was just based on, you know, 
interactions that I was having from people meeting on, on those, those types of apps. Fuckboys don't even like look at me. They don't even try it because they know that the light is so bright over here that like there's no way that they could even try to like peek through. They're like, I need to work on me before I even step to her because she's got it popping. And like, I think that I, I would like to maintain that. And I think a lot of that work is, is rooted in, in, in self-love, right? Like I have to be... Um, as whole for myself before I engage with another person. Um, but the world don't really work like that. No matter whom you're having sex with, albeit, you know, man, woman, um, trans, whomever you're dating, whomever you decide to be with intimately, you know, it's, it's okay to be private, but it's also okay to be like, you know, overshare. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely on that. Cause, cause it's like, I guess to kind of like think about that, like why I kind of find myself really candid about sex now mm-hmm. because when I grew up, it wasn't that, it wasn't the case for that. Yeah. Sex was seen as like something that is not normal or um, in, 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 in the sense of like, you wait for marriage and that's completely fine like that's the choice but like and then like from a from a like a different standpoint like to show that like when you think of sex like don't just think of like pencil thin like like sort of the normalized view of like people that have sex yeah you know what i mean that like freaked me out so not freaked me out but like what is it keep me away from certain people that I could have actually been with but like they were a certain body type that I didn't feel would like be attracted to me mm-hmm. and I cause I'm a woman of size and I rejected I almost self-sabotaged myself from being in certain relationships because of the way I look and I figure and I put in, in my own head like oh they wouldn't be attracted to me because they're like really skinny why I want to be with somebody like me and I didn't give myself the benefit of the doubt Mm-hmm. Or them the benefit of the doubt. Right. I give. I have my own prejudice of my own biotype and, and low self esteem that I had for a long time, and it's something I'm still working on. But mm-hmm. um, it's something that I had to really, really think about. And um, part of the reason why I'm you know celibate now is just kind of like I'm not trying to put myself in situations where I feel like I'm only doing it because of you know some kind of weird psychological like low self-esteem like only way that I feel wanted is if I'm with a man you know and it's like no I have to like you know love myself more than anything right and if I'm not feeling that way there's no point of bringing a man into a situation yeah yeah and that's and, like and yeah. and and and, yeah. and you know scaling my own worth in mm-hmm. the eyes of somebody else right that's not me or god <laughs> or whatever you know <laughs> right right and yeah, like a lot of self love like puts that into play mm-hmm. as well because like when you're doing something as intimate as lying nude with someone else, or you know if um or multiple people or mm-hmm. anything of that nature, like it is a form of like you have to be comfortable with yourself because you were as, literally as well. exposed. Yeah, because you're literally exposed. Um, so again, that's like an 
why I feel really candid and really open about talking about it. Just mainly because like I didn't have that. (laughs) I I didn't feel that kind of like self love that I do now. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it was rooted in a lot of shame. Like not to like immediately turn this into like a dark episode. No, but but, but, I mean it's but it's part of the spectrum of sex. You know, there is a shame element and then there's also the positivity part of it. And sure, sure. I mean, we, we definitely boost positivity, but I don't want to ignore the fact that, that that shame doesn't exist. Right. We just want to make sure that, like, if you do feel shame, it's okay, but don't dwell in it. Don't dwell in it. Don't stay in there. Find a way to get out of that, out of the darkness and into the light of mm-hmm. it. Because, you know, there's all, there's a, it's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, for me, like, oof, um, hmm. You know, the self-love thing and, like, wanting to wanting to believe somebody would have sex with me, I think is a, a huge part of the reason why I'm oblivious to male attraction at all. It's like, what? I'm always suspicious. Like, mm. what? Huh? Why? What? Like, I'm always like, I don't understand yeah. why. And, you know, and for me, it's, it's still an ongoing thing. It's still growing and trying to, you know, realize I'm enough and all that stuff and that you know no matter what you know and and also just not relying on other people's opinions of me so much um i don't know it's it's a thing that i am continuing to do but i don't know i think um i also don't want to shame people who feel like they feel most sexy when they're sexy somebody else if that's how you feel fine I'm not going to say that's a bad way to think or, you know, you shouldn't think that way because that's your life, your opinion and your journey and whomever you decide to be with. That's that's for you to decide. Um, It's just for me. I feel like I'm my best self when I'm with somebody, not because I have to be with that person to feel good about myself, but I want to be with that person Mm -hmm. because they make me feel good and I feel good on my own. And I think that is what matters most to me is that if I remove him from the situation I still feel I'm, I'm still okay hands for women who like women that's like our g-rated version of the dick pic um and if I have to explain that to you I suggest watching some porn I'm just saying you know are you sure Hey. Do you know what time it is? It is open call time. It's open call time. It is open open call time. So if you are unfamiliar with open call, open call is when we give a shout out every week to what is that we're feeling. It can be a concept or an idea. It can honestly be whatever the fuck we want. Yep. And it is episode 69. <laughs> I just like saying that. So Cher, what are you feeling this week? Shane the Virgin. I have watched... Speaking of sex. Yeah. So, um, I think it's a great show just from a sex positive, sex positivity perspective. The girl who, um, Jane uh, Villanueva, um, she is a virgin throughout the entire series thus far. Thus far, as far as, like, season one and part of season two... Um, that's kind of like public knowledge though, she's a virgin. Oh. Yeah, because I, I, okay. That's fine. Because I'm still watching it. Yeah, she's a virgin. Like, yeah. she's a virgin thus far. 
Um, and I'm midway to season two, and as far as I know, she's a virgin. I haven't been told otherwise, but um, I really enjoy the way that the two men in her life, um, Raphael and Michael, T. Michael, um, over here, um, they are totally okay with her being a virgin. They never pressure her into sex or anything like that, and the people in her lives are very aware of her sexual activity or lack thereof but are um they're you know they're they are um very supportive of her and they don't pressure her and it's really lovely but just in the other you know grander scope of the show it's a fantastic show and we don't deserve the show <laughs> it's so good it's so good so you know to keep the theme that you have come along with and haha <laughs> <laughs> you caught that of <laughs> I'm so proud of that one um, of you know feeling good and you know sex and everything I want to give a shout out to Levi's by 14 stretch jeans mainly because I feel so sexy when I'm wearing them um, so a little bit about these jeans so I've been on the, those jeans <laughs> so I've been on the hunt for the perfect pair of jeans for decades. I feel like we all have been. <laughs> and I... Stumbled. I still haven't found my perfect jeans yet. Yeah. And I'm happy to have found like this perfect pair for a couple of reasons. One, as someone who has the body type where I am all limbs, <laughs> but I also have an ass, it's incredibly hard to oh, find yeah, jeans. Do. Oh, thanks. And it's so hard to find them, especially like when you have like an ass like mine. And thighs no, like mine trunk, trunk, trunk. from bicycling, like, what, what? you know. So it's hard to find something that fits it. And I also don't like dad jeans. I like my jeans to look good. I don't want them to be like baggy or whatever. Like I want them to have like a snug fit. And that's where like these jeans have come to play because like they not only like have like a straight fit, but then they also stretch and they work well while I'm on my bike. Open ended is Cher Vincent and myself. T. Green. We're also a proud, proud member of Pulse Loudness, a collective of independent audio shows hosted by people of color, women, and queer identified hosts. You can learn more about Pulse Loudness at PulseLoudness.com. And we want to give a shout out to the CPC for not only hooking up some of our sponsorships, but also letting us be a part of their Chicago network of shows. And speaking of sex and tension, I want to give a shout out to An Hour With Your Ex. Comedians Mel Evans and Mark Colum force each other to watch their favorite movies and TV. The title started off as a joke, but then it led to a marriage. It's still just a podcast. Today's episode was produced by Cher Vincent with mixing help by James T. Green. You can read us on iTunes, only five stars because we don't take anything less. You can review us on iTunes as well. We like to see some reviews, so not just a star rating, but like give us some words even if it's like we love what you do keep doing it keep trucking baby like we want to hear it um you can recommend us on overcast and you can be the needle and thread to our stitch on the stitcher um and we can do this for free guys i mean yes we have some sponsorships but that doesn't pay for everything so you should go over to openm.fm slash donate for one time one time donation or you can become a member on patreon and be sure to do so very soon because we have some exciting things happening in the next couple months like for real this time guys <laughs> like 
possibly a shirt, possibly buttons, maybe even some stickers. So you should become a member at patreon.com slash open-ended starting at $1 a month. And give us some feedback, guys. We want to hear it. We have thick skins. We can handle it. Just don't be too mean. Not too mean. But you can go to openended.fm slash contact. You can email us at theopenendedpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at openendedfm. You can follow me at ShareMusings on Twitter. And you can find me at underscore James T. Green. And we'll be back next week with our 70th episode, which is nuts to me. I still can't believe we're about to hit number 70. 70. That is ridiculous. We're like, oh, we can collect, we can collect a social security card. We can collect social. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> social security at 70. All right. Well, we were tired. We are at some golf course. Yeah, so 70 will be our last episode. No! <laughs> so we'll be back next week. And until then, keep things open ended. This episode of Open Ended is sponsored by Second City. Do you love comedy and filmmaking, Cher? Obviously. Duh. Of course we do. Boy. And especially since we were talking about sex, mm-hmm. you know, perhaps you want to make your own movie. So wow. maybe you can go to the Harold Ramis Film School's year-long program at Second City. I don't know if they necessarily teach you how porn? to do the particular filming for personal porn movies. Or adult film. Adult or ado- adult films. Adult films. But porn is porn is a tricky word. Porn is um adult entertainment. Yes, adult entertainment. So visit the RamusFilmSchool.com for more information. That is RamusFilmSchool.com for more information. Post loudness. Audio on the front.